Blog Talk Radio. Radio Land, or wherever you may be at this very moment, you are hearing the sound of my voice. Welcome to the It's Real Radio broadcast, where we discuss real issues, um, and we give you real talk on them, seriously. We are in for an incredible treat today. I'm so, 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 so excited about you being with us today, and I'm going to let our, our, the cat out of the bag in just a few minutes to um, introduce our very, very special guest we have today. But I just kind of want to touch base on the flow that we have been in for this past month. We have been preparing for prominence, and I hope that you have definitely been enjoying and making your preparations to be in the like that God has called you to. We know and we've discussed this that we have all been created for purpose and destiny and God has an incredible purpose in mind for our lives. So we are so, so very thankful that God has appointed this specific time in the eternity, in the timeline of eternity to have you be a part of what he's doing in the earth realm. Paul Martin had a, uh, Morton, I'm sorry, had a song a few years ago, and he said, whatever you're doing, God, don't do it without me, and I'm a firm believer in that. So we are definitely preparing for our prominence. And I just want to let my beautiful, beautiful co-host, the Mrs. Tanya Roberts, say good afternoon to all of you. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm actually at work, so this is interesting and fun. So <laughs> I am going to be at work. I already let them know that I'll be on the air. So okay. I can't wait to I can't wait to you um, let the cat out the bag who we have today because I really believe everybody's going to be really excited. Absolutely, absolutely, it's going to be a great, great show. Well, without further ado, we are so so honored today to have the PR queen herself, Miss Pam Perry, on the line with us. Good afternoon, my sister. Hey, how are you, Elder Colette? Hey, Tanya, how are you? Hey, uh, this is, it's real, it's real this Sunday, so God bless you guys, yes, and we are headed into the second month of this year, so I'm excited. Yes. Yes, and time is flying by, but God has been so faithful to us even in the first month. I mean, you know, there are incredible testimonies that are going forth. And just for me, I believe that, you know, we have all entered into a, a place in the scope of God's kingdom where he is bringing those that he has been preparing on the backside of the mountain to the forefront, and he is literally preparing for our unveiling. And so it's very, very exciting to me. And as most of my listeners know, I teach a, a seminar called Kingdom Empowerment, and our motto is taking the natural things of business and incorporating the spiritual things of God to achieve supernatural success. 
So we are on our way to supernatural success, and we've been talking a lot about the spiritual side and getting ourselves together from the from within. But today we are going to focus on the natural side, and you are one of the best people I know on the planet to talk about preparing ourselves in the natural, seriously. I have followed you for years. I honestly have, probably since about (laughs) 2007, 2008, something Mm -hmm. like that, and I've always admired you. So needless to say, the first time we had you on the show, I was kind of like a giddy teenager, but I am so, I'm so blessed that, you know, I have been able to put a lot of your teachings and things into practice, and I actually oh, joined your mentoring program. So oh, I good, am one good. that I can actually say I put my money where my mouth was, and I am definitely <laughs> preparing myself <laughs> for all that God has for me. So I understand that this month is mentoring month. Talk to us about being mm-hmm. a mentor. Mm-hmm. January is National Mentoring Month, and it is a uh, one of the things that I really, really love doing, and I've always done it, uh, Elder Colette, is that it's like you are, if you're blessed, you're you're really blessed to be a blessing. So any information, any knowledge that I have, I know that it's part of my legacy to leave it you know you, you always hear people say you mm-hmm. want to die empty so it doesn't make sense to mm-hmm. support all the information all the skills all the resources all the contacts just for you it's really meant to pass along the uh just the other day i went to wayne state university in detroit a young lady emailed me and she said she graduated in pr from wayne state wanted to know if i would be her mentor immediately of course sure no problem I I said you know she told me that she worked for the South End which is a school newspaper and that she uh, is uh, majoring in advertising she lives in a particular city I knew exactly at that point I could locate her and I could see myself in her say 30 years ago and I knew that Mm. where I am now is not based on what I've done it's just based on people that have poured into me took time with me to this day, I have a mentor. I have several mentors, but I have a mentor to this day that I just love and adore. I met her while I was in college, Dr. Marilyn French Hubbard. She was a, written up in Time Magazine as one of the women that first started an organization for black women, National Association of mm. uh, Black Female Entrepreneurs. And we're, she mm. it, it, it's like the first of its kind. I was When you're a mentor to someone, it's not like they are going to, quote, unquote, hire you or just open up their Rolodex and say, here, sure, this is what you do. But I consider mentoring one of those things where you go and you shadow someone and you see behind the scenes what your mentor does so that you not necessarily learn by and doing, but you you show up and you learn. You know, some things are taught Mm -hmm. and some things are caught. So you can it by being in their space. And so I helped her put together a lot of conferences for free. Whenever she needed me to do anything, I did it for free. She wanted me to go to a, a another conference for her in her stead. I would do it for free. I mean, so she became, she became my mentor and my friend, and she would give me advice about certain ways that I need to approach things. And so when this young lady, her name is Nicolette, when she said that she would like to you know, she sent over her resume. She was very professional. And her first on-the-job spot was, uh, actually, I should have her listen to this podcast. Her first was she actually came <laughs> to an event that got uh, major coverage from the ABC Network and the uh, um, ABC Network and the NBC Network on figure skating because, you know, the Winter Olympics are coming up. So she was there, and she had her camera. She was taking pictures and you know, so I was looking, I was introducing her, just kind of you observe, you observe your protege, mm-hmm. you observe your mentee. And so what mm-hmm. I'll do now is I start, you, you throw them in the fire, <laughs> and then the next day you kind of look and see what they do, and you give them some constructive criticism, okay, this is what you do. Well, one of the first things I said, well, you know what's going to be outside, and you're in Detroit, we're going to bring some gloves. You know, because you're going to be freezing. We're out there from 9 to noon, mm-hmm. 9 in the morning to noon. So you're taking pictures, and, and we're fielding media questions, and we're out there with the a celebrity star, uh, Olympic gold medalist, and, and uh, she took a picture with her. It's up on her Instagram and that sort of thing. But, you know, those are just little aside things that she can kind of get to see. But I wanted her to really understand the whole process, meeting the media, how she interacts. And so you, you mold and you shape, but 
I don't really know exactly probably what she got out of it, but she is learning by observation at this point, shadowing me, looking to see how I interact. I showed her the script, showed her the press releases that we do, showed her how we hashtag things. I mean, all of that's involved. It's probably a lot quicker than when she was in school, right? Because in school, mm-hmm. probably say, you're going to read this paper, you're going to read this chapter, and then you're going to have a test next week. No, this is, this is mm-hmm. actually learning by fire. And that's how PR and uh, marketing is today. So I just really, mentoring has always been a part of me. It's, it's something that I was mentored by my, my pastor. Uh, I think I told you last time we were on the podcast, Reverend Jordan, he said to me one day I was in high school, he said, you're going to do PR for Jesus. And I was like, what is that? And uh, basically <laughs> went, to, went on to college and majored in PR, and my company is Ministry Marketing Solutions. So when you said you've been following me since 2007, actually my business started in the year 2000, and that was it. It was it was a trailblazer. And a lot of people weren't doing marketing for ministries. That was unheard of. It's like, what do you mean marketing right. for ministries, ministry marketing? And so I really just tried to take a lot of the mega churches and Christian authors and really expand their online presence and their brand. And, and actually my first little tips book was 115 PR tips on how to brand your ministry. And uh, I did it actually mm. for my church uh, at the time. And uh, my pastor looked at it and they were like, this is really good. It's like, this is exactly what people need. And um, they, they were, they grew from a small church to a mega church and, um, and, it, and, and that was where it kind of all started for me in that whole ministry marketing uh, set. But mentoring has been the main thing. So uh, PamPerryMentoring.com is where I really kind of explain the program. But I, last year I decided to really formalize it because I said, you know what, I give out so much information. Let me put it in one big capsule, one big container, and really make it so that it's structured so people can actually learn from how to really market and brand online. And um, and I, years before uh, Elder Colette, I didn't even realize I had wrote an article called How to How to Get a Online Mentor. This was probably in 2006 or so or seven. It's kind of like what you said, mm-hmm. where I followed you for years and I, uh, you know, I just picked up all the things that you learned, you know, all the things that you did mm-hmm. and I learned from that. And I talked about how to really be an online mentor by following the person. But you know what? Some people just don't have time for that. And I was like, you know what, let me put it in a program so people can actually go to a program where everything is all in one place instead of going to my Facebook page, looking what I post there, going to my blog, going to my mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. going to my YouTube channels, trying to figure out my emails, which ones that, you know, I download different ebooks. You know, so it's all there. It's all there. So mm-hmm. it's, it's very mm-hmm. organized. And, and uh, mentoring is one of the things. It's just to take someone from where they are, exposing them, teaching them and then getting them to the point where they have where they have success, where they have uh, they reach their goals. That's really the whole point. And then they rinse and repeat and do the same thing. That's the whole point of a really good mentoring relationship, that they then mentor someone else. Amen. Amen. You know, it it to me it goes right in line with um, the word of God where the older women teach the younger women, but it's not just relegated mm-hmm. to just the same gender. But the key is is that you give back. You know, God will impart wisdom within us through life experiences. And it's not just for us to hold tight to ourselves. It is for us to share so that we can train up and build a new generation coming up. So I, mm-hmm. I admire mm-hmm. that. That is phenomenal. I love that. Mm-hmm. You also, mm-hmm. since the last time we had you on the show, you have a new magazine called Speakers, tell us about yes, your new book. Yes. Well, it's a, it's a magazine that actually is almost like innovative in a way, where magazines are innovative, and I've always had magazines, and I've loved magazines, and obviously journalism major, but I've had magazines before, Soul Source, and I've worked with a lot of startup magazines as well, uh, you know, and I've worked, I've written for Gospel Today. So this was different. This magazine is a little bit different. It's not just a online magazine. It's a physical magazine, and it's called Speaker. Mm-hmm. And it came about, um, I was actually working with a gentleman um, named Miles Dixon, and Miles and I were talking, and he said, you know what, I have this idea of a magazine called Speakers. Now, he didn't know that that year I had actually put down on my vision board, that was 2017, that I wanted to produce a magazine. Didn't really know well. He didn't know, and I didn't really know the name. 
So immediately, you know, someone can give you an idea and it just jumps in your belly like, oh, my God, that's it. Mm-hmm. He said, Seekers mm-hmm. Magazine. And I said, that's exactly what I want to really do. One is that it will brand speakers, give them a platform, give them um, additional shine online. And also, too, we will actually go to their events where we actually help market their events. So we kind of talked mm-hmm. it through, and he's really, you know, he says, okay, let's go. I'm going to give it to you. You're going to just, you'll be the publisher. You'll go. And I said, like, good. I said, that was on my vision board. So it came to be the first one we launched was in June at Power Networking Conference. George Fraser was on the cover. We were actually at mm-hmm. the event. We gave the magazines out to everyone at the conference, and George Fraser was on the mm-hmm. cover. So we did pre-promotion for the conference before, during, and then obviously afterwards because it's on the website. And so we call it an event marketing and promotional PR tool for the people who are hosting the event. So say, Elder Colette, you may have a women's conference that you're doing in June. And so what we would do mm-hmm. is we would have you on the cover. You would be the center spread story. And then there will be other speakers, not necessarily at your conference, but just other speakers that will be in the magazine featured. And then we actually give the magazine out at your event where we would come. And so that's the way where we call it influencer marketing because now the speakers mm. are in front of other uh, events, other influencers at another conference that they normally wouldn't be on. Then the other part is that it's online. So it's then definitely, you know, how I do on my social media. So it's posted mm-hmm. everywhere. We publish published everywhere. It's an issue. It's on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. It's in the, and we're the official magazine of the Black Speakers Network, so it's everywhere, and that goes out to 4,000 people monthly as well. So we want to make sure that the speakers are fed, you know, because we always have an article in there that talks about how to, you know, why every speaker needs a podcast, why every speaker needs to write a book, why every speaker needs to be on LinkedIn. You know, it's like always an article of that sort, and then it's also featured. So it says Speakers Magazine is the magazine that feeds, and feature speakers, and then we feature them in the magazine with their their full page, and their picture, their speaking topic, their bios, and then people can then go to their websites and learn more about them. Because the whole point of really have, being a speaker is that you can't be the world's best kept secret. So it's a way to really get people to right. get traffic to your website so that people can really know more about you. And then they're also on our website, and then they're their materials are there. Their speaker reel is there. Their information, their links, backlinks are there for them. So it's part SEO, part online, physical old school way where you're actually sharing the information out to other people in person. And it's a way to really then they, like I had a uh, someone, I think it was Leroy, Leroy uh, McKenzie. He actually posted his page on Facebook. So he said something as he posted. He says, yeah, you know, it's a good day when you get to be featured in Speakers Magazine, sort of picture of him in the magazine, the cover, he's holding it, you know. So it's just a way for them to, like I said, to get a little shine online and really let people mm-hmm. know that they are a bona fide speaker looking to get booked. Oh, <laughs> That's the whole point. That is awesome. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Two questions. Okay, so number one, what if, you know, some of our listeners, they may be speakers, but they don't have, like, an event coming up. Is there a way, like you said, there are other oh, yeah. speakers that are in the book other than the feature speakers. So you do have availability for people to go into the magazine, even if there is not a specific event um, to target around. Correct. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Right. We have we have within the issue uh, slots for eight speakers. And then there's the cover story that that actually is like the featured event, I guess you would say. So for mm-hmm. March, I don't like saying it uh, out of the bag. I usually don't like to reveal it. But um, for March, we will have like a speaker at her event. And um, we'll mm-hmm. actually, you know, it will be her event. And then it will actually be um, uh, at her event. February will be in Arizona. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, January we were in um, John Leslie Brown, which is Les Brown's son. We were in. California mm-hmm. for, for his event. He was on the cover. So so within the issue with John Leslie Brown, there were other speakers. They weren't necessarily um, at the John Leslie Brown event, but there were speakers in mm-hmm. there. So they actually then awesome. were actually given out at that event, which is in Beverly Hills, which is cool. Which, you know, you, you never know. I always mm-hmm. say when you put something in someone's hand, you never know what's going to happen because they are there forever. Absolutely. So yes. the speaker who's in that one may look at Leroy's profile and say, hey, 
I see that he speaks on this. Let me check out his website. Let mm-hmm. me check out his. So their stuff has to be really right, you know, for them to mm-hmm. get the, the gigs or things like that. And that's what I really help with the mm-hmm. mentoring program to make sure that their other stuff is lined up right. But if they're lined up right, they should be able to say, hey, you know, create the interest. And then people will say, you know what, I'm going to check them out further. And then that's when they get the call. That's awesome. So here's another question for you. People such as myself, I am wonderful, I think, at promoting other people. I love to promote other people. I love to bring people together. I love kingdom connections. I am terrible at promoting myself because I don't see mm-hmm. me the way other Most people see me. <laughs> so how, you know, how does one come out of that, or is it better that we just, have other people promote us rather than trying to do it ourselves. Well, Elder Collette, one of the things is it's not that you're bad at promoting yourself. You're just very humble, which is a good quality to have. No one likes anyone who's braggadocious, okay? They actually flee for hmm. people who are braggadocious. So you don't, you will see that. It's like, you know what, really? Remember, remember the, uh, the, the uh, TV program called Living Single, and the character yeah. was Rasheen. Emerson was concealed. Okay. And and how ego (laughs) So how ego centric ego ego maniac she was and people were like, Really really received? Really? You know. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah, so that's you don't wanna be that. Okay, that we don't. But you do Mm -hmm. want to let people know that you're not the world's best kept secret. So that's just a way to do it. And part of the mentoring program is to really have a mindset about that. Um and I really kind of teach that and show that in the mentoring program. But it's really, you don't, you don't over-promote yourself, but you do let people know. And so what I always tell people is that it's, it's a way to promote where you're just shouting that I'm important. And then there's a way, and, and nobody listens, and then there's a way to promote where you're adding value. And so what you do when okay. you do your YouTube videos, you're adding value. So all you have to do is share those YouTube videos, Elder Collette. You don't have to, you don't have to, what's the word? You don't have to tell everyone I'm so I'm so great. You got to watch my video. Just say, mm-hmm. hey, here's a word mm-hmm. that that I think that will really, you know, in, you know, enhance your life. And then you share the video. Mm-hmm. So you continue to provide mm-hmm. good content. You continue to add value. You continue to teach. Mm-hmm. You continue to educate. You continue to instruct. Every once in a while. You may let someone know that you have something that you offer, but I always call it the 80-20 rule. 80% of it that you do um, is really educating and informing and showing your expertise and showing your sincerity. And the other 20% is just really making an offer. Just say, well, you know, if you really like this, I can help you with that. Or if you really, you know, really like what I'm doing on video, I am available to speak. And you make that process easy. I call that a sales funnel. You make that sales funnel so easy so that people can really, I call it the the AI, you know, um, ADA system, you know, attention, desire, uh, attention, interest, desire, and action. So you get their attention, get them interested, they desire more, and then they take action. And that's really it. So the main thing is you're just getting the attention, but you're getting their attention because you really want to just share your expertise, share your information, share your you want to educate and add value. So that's not promoting. That's actually doing what you do. If I were to put you in the middle of the desert somewhere, Elder Collette, you're probably just like, I'm going to end up teaching. You know, as soon as I see someone coming along, I'll probably end up teaching. <laughs> you know, you'll probably this end up true. motivated, right? Because that's true. what you do. Yeah. So you wouldn't, yeah. like, if someone were to come along and say, I'm going to sell you something, you're not going to do that. You would end mm-hmm. up just trying to enhance their life, motivate them, and inspire them. Right. And from there, you have to have something that you offer them for sale because you're, you've provided value, and they just want to provide value back. That's all it is. It's, it's not necessarily anything. Well, that's good. You know, that's how the economy works. You know, you provide value, and they want to provide value back. Kind of like when we go mm-hmm. to a restaurant and someone really enjoys the meal and the service was really, really great, mm-hmm. we don't leave the table and not pay for the meal or leave a tip. We actually do. We, we want to. We want to actually provide. You know, we they we rendered the service, and so we're willing to pay. I like that. I'm writing. <laughs> I like that. 
<laughs> provide value and people provide value back. That That is good. I really like that. Yeah. Well, uh, do me a favor and touch on branding. One of the things, and this was something that, you know, I, I have read on some of your blogs and stuff on as well, but I know like last year God gave me um, Kingdom Empowerment Nuggets, and he told me to start, you know, doing just little little blurbs on it, some videos on it, but everything that I do pretty much now ties into a Kingdom Empowerment Nugget. So I have that hashtag, Kingdom Empowerment Nugget, Mm -hmm. so that if you Google it, you're going to see my face. You're going to see uh, ah, my little yes. my little sayings. You're going to see you yes. know my videos or what have you. Ted, talk to our, our listeners about how important that is to find something that people can identify you with. Yeah, it's like the um, you're all, you're you're swimming in one stream. So you're going upstream, and everything is all that way. So you're not like Kingdom Empowerment, and then I'm going to change it next month, and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. So mm-hmm. everything all surrounds that. That's the whole purpose of a brand. So you have the videos, mm-hmm. you have the hashtag, you may have your business cards, it may be on mm-hmm. your pictures, mm-hmm. it's on your website, it's in your corporate ID package, it is, uh, you bought the domain name, hopefully, you know, where it's not just a hashtag, mm-hmm. you will go mm-hmm. to GoDaddy by the URL. Mm-hmm. It's only ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a, uh, you know, you're putting your best foot forward, but it all goes into the same forward thinking of that brand. So you're trying to create as much as you can around that brand, so that people can really understand what you're trying to say. Because we have so many messages coming at us so fast. So you may tell me that you're doing a video, but I may not see the video. So you've got to blog about it. You've got to tweet about it. You maybe have to have some you know, actual MP3s that you do about it. Maybe some of these shows will be all about what does that, under, you know, what does that mean? You have some signage about it. I mean, the whole thing is that every touch point of you involves that brand. That's really what it is. So if you go to a trade show or a conference, you're exhibiting the Kingdom Empowerment message, okay? You're, you mm-hmm. have it on your tablecloth. Mm-hmm. You have it in magazine ads. I mean, it's a full-out everything that has to do with that. And so that's where when someone says, oh, they have a really good brand. And it's because that that same message, single message, is everywhere. It is on a wall sign. It's on a, a outdoor sign. It's on their business cards. It's on their ink pens. It's everywhere. It's on a postcard. It's on a notepad to the point where, you know, someone will say, oh, my goodness, that's just so much. It's almost a nausea. No, it's not at nausea. That's what branding is. Real branding will make sure mm-hmm. if you go to a ball game, you will see the logo. You won't just say, okay, go to Detroit Tigers. You won't see just the Detroit Tigers just on the sign outside. You're going to go mm-hmm. in that stadium, and you're going to see that Detroit Tiger everywhere. Everybody's wearing the same jacket, hat. They've got it at the, at the, at the bathroom door. They have it at the front. It's, it's a full-out brand so that you leave there thinking mm-hmm. like, I would feel really, really good about the Detroit Tigers brand or whatever brand it is. It could be Pistons or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's the whole thing that making sure that the message is on point, is succinct, and people get it. And every touch point that they hit on from you, that they get that same message. Now what happens is that people then splinter the message and water it down by creating other hashtags or creating other things. And it, one thing doesn't catch on strong by the time it does really try to catch on, they've changed their mind and they're and they're swimming in another direction. And so everybody so now the brand equity that they've built up is one thing. Uh oh, I hear a little pup. <laughs> yeah, now the brand equity that they had you know, I've got I've got a little fur a fur friend too. He's sitting here, he's sleep though. Um and now when you have one little uh you know particular brand, people will understand it and get it. And then when they think of that particular thing, Kingdom Empowerment, they'll think of you. Now, if you were to create mm-hmm. something else, say if it's a year from now, you have to do the same thing. You have to probably have to let one go and then go on to another. But it's hard to really have mm-hmm. two different branding things coming on at the same time. That's brand confusion. And so nothing really okay. sticks. So you don't get the major impact from that. And you can tell because oh, a lot of times, good. you know, a lot of times you would think that, well, you know, is that too much branding? Mm-mm. Nope, 
nope, you have to, it's the same message. You're just finding different creative ways to say the same thing. Logo mm-hmm. is just a part of it. But, you know, with social media, you can do so much more. That's, that's good. I, um, I know my seminars used to center on God's marketplace. But then it was like I could see an evolvement of the kingdom empowerment coming out because even though the ministry was God's marketplace originally, the seminars were always kingdom empowerment because I believe Mm. that God was utilizing me to empower others to become entrepreneurs in the true sense of what it meant to be in the kingdom as an entrepreneur as opposed to just out there and be a business owner. So, and I started Mm -hmm. this, God originally gave it to me in 2005. So Kingdom Empowerment was always a part of it. It just wasn't out on the forefront. And and as um, God just kind of transitioned me, you know, into an even greater, um, I guess, zero in or or targeting the Kingdom Empowerment Mm -hmm. aspect of it, he like brought it from the back burner to the forefront and just, like I said, mm-hmm. just gave me, you know, just put it out there with everything that you're doing because that is what I've called you to do is to empower the kingdom. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so um, so that's good. Tanya, so, you have been so quiet, and I know I can just really run off at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I would say, Elder Colette, is that the kingdom empowerment, if we put that into Google, and you see other things that show up, So say, for instance, there is a kingdom empowerment radio show online. So Mm -hmm. I always say Mm -hmm. that within God's kingdom, there is no competition. There is only collaboration. But what I want you to do, this is a mentoring on the spot, is to really collaborate with other people that have that same type of message. So there's kingdom empowerment radio show online. So really, this is not promoting yourself. This is actually sending them an email and letting them know that you actually have been, you know, the same feeling that you have about kingdom empowerment, God called you to that as well, to have a conversation, see if there is some collaboration that can go on, and actually, then you two collaborate. They have a magazine. Yep. It's called Kingdom Empowerment Magazine. Right. So you may want to say, good. you know what, if you, put, if you put hashtag kingdom empowerment nugget, you're going to get me. Because I saw okay. all the well, other kingdom empowerment. There's kingdom empowerment church. There's a few of those. <laughs> there's there's all kinds. But the hashtag kingdom empowerment nugget, when you Google that, you see me. I got that. I got that. But what I'm saying is the whole thing of kingdom empowerment, period, because, you know, God didn't say hashtag, right? He said kingdom empowerment. So people Amen. who heard the same this. <laughs> So the same message, because you could speak at their church. You could speak for their ministry. You could actually be in their magazine and be that person that writes for their magazine. You could be on it. You are then extending that whole message that God wanted to just go forth in the world. Because you can't do everything. So there's a piece of that that maybe you could write a column for them or when this kingdom and promise. They can't speak on everything either. They're going to need someone else who has that same passion and call and drive about that as well. So there's a kingdom empowerment in Michigan that maybe they're looking for. Maybe they're putting together their conference and they're looking for a keynote speaker. That would be you. Amen. Amen. But they have to. Got it. You just have to reach out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Taking notes. Taking notes. This is good. This yep, is good. Yep, yep. Yes. Yeah. So when you come Can to you Michigan, you let me know. You know that, you know that. You know, actually, you were in Atlanta, I think, last week, and I was like, oh, dang, she's here. I wonder if I could get with her. But I'm in Vegas today, but um, I've been working in Atlanta. Um, And then I saw you came to Vegas, and I'm like, okay, now she's in my hometown. And they're like, okay, we're just kind of crossing here. I was like, that's okay, that's okay. We're going to hook up. We're going to hook up. Well, Atlanta, I was so quick, but I did want to be – in Atlanta for MLK Day, and I got to go to the King Center, and I just had such a just, a just a great experience there. I mean, I just love MLK, and it's just you know this was really really empowering yeah. for me to be there, just to to be yeah. and see all that firsthand. So yeah, so yeah, but the Speakers Magazine does keep me in different cities, so that's that's part of it as well. That's that's where we actually are on spot, actually doing this the uh, social media and the marketing for them on the spot with their events. Busy lady, busy, busy lady. 
monthly. Monthly. I keep saying that. Someone said, well, do you want to do a quarterly? It's like, who likes quarterly magazines? I mean, you know, I didn't grow up with a quarterly True. magazine. I grew up with a monthly magazine. So it's part of my integrity exactly. to really make it monthly. And I used to work but for a daily know, newspaper. So I'm thinking, forefront. like, monthly should not be that bad because we used to do something daily. So it's like, okay. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Amen. Pam, are you there? Yes. Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Hello? I've been looking the whole time. Oh, okay. so. I actually been listening, okay. and I wanted to pick up some um, good stuff, so I've been writing like you, walking around at work. And um, <laughs> I was just, I'm, I'm collecting it all in, too, because this is really powerful, some things that I need to know as well, you know, so I can go forth on what I'm supposed to do. So I'm quiet. I'm going to be like Mary at Jesus' feet. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I say you will not be denied. I got you. I understand. I could be a little bit of Martha, though. That's the thing about me. So I do have to sometimes, I have to sit myself down. Lately, the person that I've been really listening to online, and I just love her, is um, not a client of mine. It's not a plug or anything, but I just love Sarah Jakes Roberts. I just really, really love her. Bishop Jakes just sent oh, the book, yes. and he, he was my former client as well years ago. Um, but his daughter has really got a story and a testimony, and I just love love her she does. delivery. Mm-hmm. She does. She does. I, I've listened to her as well. And Bishop Jakes' new book, mm-hmm. Soar, is just phenomenal, phenomenal. Yes. I, yes. That, that is a, a shameless plug out there, okay, because – if you have a mind to be an entrepreneur, I am so serious. And, and I literally, for my, my seminars, it's like, you know, top of the reading list. You know, you ah, need to okay. get that book because mm-hmm. it is phenomenal. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. It puts things in such great perspective. It's phenomenal, seriously. Pam, you have on on your your resource page in your mentoring thing, and I, I'm not asking you to give away the whole secret, but you've got a tab there that says how to write a book in 30 days. Is that truly mm-hmm. possible? Yes, it is. It is how to write a book in 30 days. It really is. And a lot of it has to do with organization, but you really need a guide. And this is really one of the main things that will guide you through it. It really is. Mm. It's one of those things where you could, you know, people struggle about how to do it. Like, say, for instance, I was speaking with someone that says, well, I write it, and then I rewrite it, and I write it, and I rewrite it. Mm-hmm. I said, but you know mm-hmm. what? It's really possible to write it in 30 days, you know. Step one, identify your topic. Step two, outline your plan of your book. Step three, create the book. I talk about that. And then step four, you're done. It's really done. So that step three is where people mm. kind of get, get hung up on you know, of uh, mm-hmm. creating the book. And there's so many different ways where people can actually create the book, you know. Um, I'll just say one of the ways is dictating. <laughs> one of the ways is to outsource mm-hmm. it, you know, getting a ghostwriter. And mm-hmm. we actually have mm-hmm. someone that can do that for you. And then um, you can actually do an anthology where you can have, like, say, for instance, um, Elder Collette, you may have someone that says Kingdom Empowerment. And I want to write mm-hmm. a book. And um, mm-hmm. and you are you're going your your book is going to be done. But say for instance, you said I don't want it all be about me. I want to get maybe five or ten voices who are going to contribute to the book. I am the editor. Yes. I want to be the person. And you interview maybe the other people, and they interview them, put them all in the same book, and there you go. Your interviews are the book. I mean, so there's you could repurpose. And, and I said if you blog, you already have a book. Duh. I mean, I've been blogging since 2007. Mm. I could Just probably take all my blogs and repurpose my content. And um, mm-hmm. and I could publish probably four or five different books. Actually, I was looking at something yeah. the other day. I said, I'm going to make that a free e-book for my, um, for my um, as a giveaway, as a lead magnet. So, um, you know, and then the, the, uh, the easiest part is really writing the book. I, you know, so that's why I said I put up there how to write your book in 30 days. The hardest part is getting people to buy it, market it, and get people to buy it. That's the hard part. Mm. Once they have published mm. that book, they're like, wow, that, was, that wasn't that bad. And then it's like, okay, now how do I sell it? It's like right. that's where the creativity and all of the energy goes. It really is. Mm-hmm. 
I, I believe that. I my first book, Embrace God's God, Embrace God's Love: A Journey Through the Wilderness, just really stemmed from me journaling through the wilderness. To be honest, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, I was walking through some very very tough times in life and journaling through those times, and you know, putting yep. down different um, strategies and stuff that would give me in the midst of different situations. And when I when I got finished. You know, he said, now I want you to make a book. And I was like, huh? Because it was never on my radar that I would be an author. That was not in my, you know, in my vision board at all. But, you know, Mm -hmm. he put it together and just, you know, it to me it, it was just an awesome blessing just to see God's hand. In the midst of in what I was walking through, that was that was phenomenal. Seriously, and that was the same so, thing that happened you know, with Sarah Jakes as well. She blogged. Uh, she just blogged yeah. because she needed an outlet, and she blogged her feelings. And you know, not to give away her story, but she had a child at fourteen, and mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. you know, she got married, and she was not having a happy marriage at the time, and she was going right. through again right. a wilderness period, and she started blogging, and and it resonated, and she was hurting. And people resonated with that. It's like, I'm hurting, too. I'm in the church, and I'm hurting, too. And long story mm-hmm. short, she got a call one day, and people would say, hey, we want to offer you a book deal. And she got a six-figure book deal, mm-hmm. her first book from a blog. And now she didn't start out doing that, but that was the hand of God on that blog because she was so transparent. Mm-hmm. She was keeping it real, basically. That's that's the whole thing. People Amen. people appreciate Amen. authenticity. They appreciate authenticity. Yes, they do. And they transparency. That is that's really the whole thing. The social media, like, oh, I'm so beautiful, or social media, and everything's perfect. Um, people kind of get tired of that. And it's like, you know what, really? Is it mm-hmm. like every day, always like you're just a perfect ten? I mean, you know, it gets to be nauseous sometimes. A very few people that I well, no, I'll take that back. I've yet to meet somebody that has an actual fairy tale life. I, I, I've not met that person yet. You know, I have mm-hmm. met people that have had some very good experiences, some some awesome blessings of God in the midst of their life, but every one of them has had a dark period that they've had to walk through. It has not mm-hmm. all been bubble gum and candy, cotton candy. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It has not been. You know, it goes back to I, I never promised you a rose garden. <laughs> it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. and some of us have, have walked through a little bit more than others. But, um, you know, life, I mean, is, even life to, is meant to be lived. It, it happens. It's a journey. Right. And you can even see that with, quote, unquote, the celebrities, so to speak. I mean, they have to keep up a certain image or they have to have a brand mm-hmm. that looks like it's always shining. So say, for instance, the person that's the most followed on Twitter and Instagram is the Kardashian. So so Kim Kardashian, she's posting pictures all the time about, you know, just beautiful people. Well, at a period of time, remember, mm-hmm. she was um, robbed. I think it was in Paris or something, tied up and robbed. Yep. And she went dark for yep. like 30 days, 30 or 60 days. I can't yep. remember. But it just really taught her the more empathy about, like, okay, so you just got robbed and tied up. It was a very traumatic experience. So are you going to post the next day you in these fabulous pair of shoes? I mean, you know, right. so she kind of really it took a her twist. and other people that you know don't 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 do that, don't do that. And the same thing with, um, mm-hmm. you know, Beyonce for that matter. You know, when she had Jay Z was unfaithful, and um, mm-hmm. you know she came out with her, he came out with his CD, really telling his story, and she did too with Lemonade. So mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. life happens, and you if you're not transparent and you're not authentic, you will not really make it in the world in terms of getting yeah. customers or clients or, or people really listen to you because no one likes anyone fake. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like I said, no one likes people mm-hmm. that are fake. That's why I like your show. That's, <laughs> it's just really called <laughs> It's Real Radio Talk Show. It's you know, real. It's real. It. It, it really yeah. is real. It's real. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you have to post everything all negative about your life and just rant mm-hmm. and just... I'm not saying that, you know, TMI, sometimes it's TMI when I see some people on Facebook. It's like, oh, oh, my goodness. But right. don't make the don't make a, a misconception that life is always 100%. I mean, every once in a while I'll, I'll put out a quote and people can kind of read between the lines about certain things. And, and it's not always 100%, you know, like everything is perfect. But it's, it's in between, you know, you, people fail forward. You fail forward. Things right. don't always work out 100%. Right. It's okay. If you learn from it then it's good. If you keep repeating the mistake, that's going to be a problem. 
<laughs> I think you that that, that, that is key. That point. <laughs> exactly. That that is key. It's like there are no failures. There's lessons if you learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you, yeah, if you let I, it be a lesson. I've stated exactly one of one of my biggest models in life is the best and the biggest lessons that I've learned was what I would not do again. You know, because mm. sometimes it, it's like it even life threatening. You know, life threatening. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like okay, well, we're not going to do that one again. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. you know, it. I the beauty I believe in in this walk that we walk with the Lord is that He allows us, as the Word says, to stumble and fall, but He's there to pick us back up. He didn't say fall and lay there. He didn't say, you know, keep repeating the same thing over and over again. He allowed you to stumble and fall, but he'll pick you back up. Learn from that. You know what I'm saying? Allow when you get picked back up, allow that to resonate within your spirit and then teach somebody else so they didn't go that way. i never forget as a teenager, my mother and I was having one of our many disagreements. And I said to her, I said, you've lived your life. You've made your mistakes. Let me make mine. And in hindsight now at 61 years old, I was like, how stupid could I have been? And it's like, here she was. <laughs> trying to stop me from walking off this cliff because she knew that cliff was there and I was trying to, oh, let me live mine. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, we have to get to that place where we understand that especially God will place kingdom connections in your path, which are your mentors, you know, people Mm -hmm. that can help you put things in proper perspective and balance your life. Most of the time, yes. our lives are so out of balance, and that's where we make our biggest mistakes because we're either all the way to the far right or all the way to the far left, and there's no common ground in between. There is a color called gray, and it's a mixture of black and white, and you have to learn how to navigate through the gray. It's very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. It is, so, and I think mentors really help you navigate out of the gray, and I think a person who doesn't have a coach or a mentor, they're really missing it because what happens is they're, yeah. they're working in a silo, and they just keep, they don't, they don't have, I, I see that happen with so many other people. It's like, well, I think I could do it myself. I, could, I, could, I can go to YouTube University <laughs> And I'll figure it out. But like, you know what? You, Good luck you can with either that. learn by mistakes or mentors. I mean, I'd rather have right. a mentor. I mean, you could go on YouTube and try and get it, but it's nothing like really understanding exactly for someone who's gone that way. It really isn't. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know mm-hmm. when I didn't give my life to the Lord till I was in my 30s. Um, so those first 30 some odd years were real, real. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, seriously. Mm-hmm. But as soon as my life was to make that that transition, God put a woman in my life who actually was my pastor's mother who became my spiritual mother to help me ah. learn the, the who I was to be as a woman of God. You know, my my mother that raised me taught me how to be a strong woman out there in the world, you know, but she didn't teach me mm-hmm. how to be a woman of God. Okay, so God had to put someone in my life that could teach me what I needed to walk up right before him because my life had been anything but. So, you know, it's very important. Like you said, you know, you need someone to help you navigate. You know, mm-hmm. you've, got you to, you've got to have that. You have got to have that. And any time you get to that place where you think you know it all and can't nobody tell you anything, then you have failed. <laughs> then you have truly failed. That's dangerous. That is Mm-hmm. Serious failure. Mm-hmm. It really that is. is. So, I, Pam, tell people how to connect with you, you know, because obviously I'm sure our listeners are hearing all the wisdom that you have and all the, the uh, some of the, and I'm, I'm telling you guys, this is just the tip of the iceberg of what she offers, I promise you. Uh, but tell <laughs> people how they can connect with you and, and glean from your wisdom. Yeah, well, thank you, Elder Colette. One of the main things is that I want people to really get free from me. It's a five-part um, audio lesson I put together, and it's on my website, and they listen to all the five lessons, and I really want people to get how this whole process works because um, 
marketing can be so nebulous. I mean, you really don't know where to start, where to begin, what to do. Should I get on Facebook, Instagram? Should I do press releases? Should I start a YouTube channel? Should I do a podcast? So I really boil down in those five lessons what to do step by step, and it helps ground you and settle you. Then you can go out and do all the marketing and all of that. So they can go to com. real simple, com. Get the audit, put in your email, and get the uh, the audio lessons where you get the strategies of how to really, you know, grow your business, grow your ministry, market your book, how to really, you know, put together a, a strategic uh, alliance, you know, to do a joint venture, to do a book launch. I mean, so really those things are really all in the audio. And so all I ask is that you just sit and listen to all five of the lessons. Um, they're all about 15, some are 15, 30 minutes each, but it's, they don't all come at one time, so you have time to listen to them. But, but that really will help you kind of organize your thoughts in terms of how to really, you know, either brand your ministry, market your business, or, or your book. Yep. So com, And then also on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff too. But but if you get on my email list, you really get the, the inside, behind-the-curtain stuff. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, you you are a wealth of knowledge, seriously. What I'm what I, I really appreciate about you is your willingness to share. You know, a lot of people they get wisdom, they gain information, but they wanna hold it. You know, they don't want to release it. Um, but you have mm. always just kinda of had this open heart to share, you know, to see mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. be the best that they can be. I think that was one of the things that connected me to you or drew me to you was your desire to see people succeed. Um, I know that's that is. Is part of my core is to see people be the very, very best that God created them to be. You know, I believe that we mm-hmm. all are equipped with greatness. We just have to tap into it. You know, God mm-hmm. did not create any junk. He, he did mm-hmm. not create mm-hmm. junk. So I, I, just I, I think appreciate that God- Mm-hmm. And I just thank God for you, too, because, you know, a lot of times um, you could have, you know, got your life together once God got in your life and just say, okay, I'm good, and just went on about your happy way and just say, you know what, I'm going to just do me, and I, I'm not going to think about anybody else. But you know that, like you said, in our 20s or whatever, it was very, you know, whatever, we had a lot of drama going on. And by the time we get mm-hmm. it together, you just want to make sure that other people don't live in that same type of drama. And um, and that's really that's the whole point. That's really what God's call is for us. That's our purpose is really that. If you think about it, that's why He sent you to this earth. He didn't send you to the earth mm-hmm. so you live for yourself. He sent you to the earth to really be a blessing to others. So so that in turn you'll be blessed. And it's it's a great system. That's why He's God. He set it up that Amen. way. Amen. People really need really need to come to that you know conclusion and understand their purpose more. And that's really you know the whole point of it. That's why I love promoting books and people and having publications because they are helping people to really chip away and really understand their purpose. They just have to get behind it and really do some some real digging or I guess you would say some real homework in order to really make sure that they're doing it right. And um, I, I mm-hmm. see people that don't do it right, and then I use my gifts to kind of say, okay, let's kind of get your website together. Let's get your brand together. Let's, you know, you've got mm-hmm. a book. Let's, Let's get it so it's professional because I always say, you know, Christian people, just because it's a Christian book, it still has to be professional looking and excellent. Can't, can't be messy. <laughs> Even more Don't so, that's, that's my feeling about it. If we are representing our Father God, then it needs to be top-notch all the way. Okay. There like, you go. You know, we are representing the King of Kings. Okay. That is oh. that I could I that's what I like to speak on. When people ask me to speak at conferences, that's what I speak on. I said, you know what? Don't you we are to the world should emulate us. We shouldn't emulate the world. Mm-hmm. So we need to bring it. we need to be top notch. So that is so true. I mean, why why isn't there like a Christian Facebook? Why isn't there like a Christian you know, whatever it is that the world has, it should have been like the world right. was following us instead of us following the world. But right. that's my whole right. thing, though. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely Alice with Colette, you on that. That is it. Mm-hmm. I, I believe mm-hmm. that. Even, even you know, and I know church is not what it used to be, you know, and people don't dress up. But I, my mentality is like I am going to go meet the lifter and lover of my soul. I want to look my very best. 
I don't look so good that I can lay out on the floor prostrate before him if I if that's how the spirit moves. No matter what I have on, I don't care. I'll lay out before him. But the key is, I want to look my best because I am. I let, let me liken it to this, okay? So. My my husband and I have this standing joke because I buy all of his clothes. Because I'm like, um, baby, when we go out, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure you're. I'm not going to embarrass you. You're not going to embarrass me either. You, we gonna look good together, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know how I want my man to look, so I feel like God knows how He wants His daughter to look. Jesus knows how He wants His bride to look, and it shouldn't be tacky or junky. So I am going to dress so I make sure I'm not going to embarrass my father or my husband. You know, you, you, yeah, you understand and that's, what I'm and that's saying? So true. That is one of the th- main things, too, because when you think about it, if you were going to go to a church, you would not go. To, so, so say you're, you're not a Christian yet, and you're going to either go to the church that looks really, really good, and you go in the bathroom, the bathroom's nice and neat, the people are friendly, the people look mm-hmm. nice, they're dressed nice, or would you go mm-hmm. to a rundown, broke down church? where the bathroom is like okay. smells and, you know, I mean, you know, so you're, yeah. you're sending the wrong signal. I mean, they both probably exactly. deliver the word, but it's like, how mm-hmm. are you attracting people? And it goes back to marketing and branding exactly. and really just putting your best foot forward. And I just, I'm a Amen. real big proponent of that, of really making sure that people do that. And, um, you know, it just really, it really matters. Sometimes it, it can matter whether someone um, gets saved or not based on how, how the message is presented to them. Because you could have a really, really good book, but if the cover is jacked up and looks bad, no mm-hmm. one's going to read it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you wrote the book You're so right. someone could really have a deeper relationship with Christ or get saved, but they'll never right. open the book because it looks a hot mess. So I, I, I mm-hmm. explain it real. I explain it real like that to people. <laughs> but that's true. That's true. And people can mm-hmm. receive it like that. that I, I, that's how I perceive life. You know, you can't come at me with fluff. I, I don't. I don't do fluff. <laughs> You know, I've always mm-hmm, been very mm-hmm. real. God has always given me that type of makeup, you know, to be real, to be transparent, to be bold in what I say and do. You know, I just, I, I tell people, I cha- I've always had a boldness about my mouth. I just changed the words that came out of it. <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> you know, seriously, that's, that's the it. difference. It was like, but it was something that he birthed within me at birth. You know what I'm saying? He knew mm-hmm. he was going to use me to be out there in front of people to not be afraid or too timid to say what thus saith the Lord. Okay, that's, so that was your purpose. We, and so you, and you exactly. when you're walking in that boldness of that purpose, you could do that, and that's that's what God created you to do. That that is. And you help other yes. people burst their purpose too. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. And so we a lot of times in in assessing, I'm I'm saying this from our audience sake. A lot of times we we want to put a a bushel, so to speak, over our candle when we come into our our faith walk because we feel like, oh well, that was for the world. That was when I was out in the world. No, God, like I said, He just changed the words that came out of my mouth, but the boldness was always there. He may he may temper how you utilize the gifts and the talents that he placed in you, but he put them there for a reason. You know, so that's what I love mm-hmm. about you, mm-hmm. Pam, is you know, the 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 gift of being a publicist or dealing with public relations was in you, but you utilize it and turned it around to actually be a ministry, you know, as well as mm-hmm. a business to promote and to help others. So that's that's mm-hmm. an awesome mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome thing. Amen. Amen. We are down to the last three minutes of the show. This has been so much fun, so much fun. And you know, and you have, like I said, you are a wealth of knowledge. And what's important to me, and as as we taper down in pre- preparing ourselves for prominence, is to know that you know. People have this misconception that because possibly they're in ministry as opposed to quote-unquote business, that they're supposed to be so humble and shrink back so far that nobody even knows that you're there because you don't want to call attention to yourself because it's all about God and this, that, and the other. And, yes, it is all about him, and I understand you're not wanting to, to put yourself up on a pedestal, but you 
still have to, like Pam said in the beginning of the show, if nobody knows you exist, then you're not fulfilling that that God has called you to do. So we're we're mm-hmm. very, very hopeful that in the midst of the show today and listening to all the wisdom and the nuggets that Pam has thrown out there at you, that you recognize and understand that if God is pulling you to the forefront and unveiling you, it is for the world to see. They should see him within you, but you are still that face of him out there to the world. So you know, utilize the gifts and the talents that God has given you. So one more time, Pam, before we close off, give your website, please, so that people know how to follow you and find you. Sure. It is PamPerryPR.com, PamPerryPR, P is in Peter, R is in Robert, but PR stands for public relations, so PamPerryPR.com. Awesome. Thank you so, so very much for being a part of the show today. I so appreciate um, you, and thank you for all the thank you. wisdom nuggets you threw out to our listeners. Thank you. It was a blessing. God bless. Awesome. Thank God you. bless you as well. Well, Tanya had to jump off because she had to go back to work, but I hope that all of you have enjoyed all that has transpired over this past hour. I thank and praise God for you. And as we always say, we will join you, God's will, same God time, same God channel next week. God bless. Let's keep it real.